0: Welcome to yourliferocks.com podcast, where you can build a life of balance, purpose, and success. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, working Christian mom, speaker, and coach. Each week, you will find tips and inspiration to grow personally in your career and in your faith and balance it all in your crazy, busy, beautiful life. If you want to cut the overwhelm and take control over your life, visit yourliferocks.com. Hey there, how are you? I'm so glad that you're here to hang out with us today. If you've been listening to the last few episodes, then you know we are all about setting you up for success as we move into this new year in goals for all areas of your life. That's how we define life balance is by setting goals in all eight different areas of life and then moving towards those. When we have that time and energy looking after every part of who we are, That's where balance lives. That's where it lies with that intentionality of moving forward everywhere. So last week's episode was all about helping you get clear with your goals for your career and then helping you really set the stage, the foundation to move closer to those goals. Regardless what your career is, I hope that you go back and listen to the episode if you haven't yet already. It'll help you provide so much more clarity to where you're working on, where you're spending your time and your energy. And today we're talking all about helping you grow in your faith and really setting you up for success there. You know, this is something that's really been on my heart. God's been really pushing me in some of these areas personally in the last few weeks. And I'm so excited because I have one of my new dearest friends on to really share in this conversation because it really is a conversation. It's different than some of our past episodes. If you've listened to this podcast long, then you know. It's usually about action steps. It's usually tips, practical things that you can really apply. But this is more of a conversation because our relationship with God is more of a conversation. So I find it very, very fitting. Now, my friend who is going to be part of this conversation, I know you are going to absolutely love her. Her name is Carrie Baker. Above all things, she is a lover of Jesus. She's also a wife, a mom of four, a musician, and like I said, she's one of my new friends. She's worn many hats over the years, from teaching piano, to directing youth theater productions, to being a foster parent, to most recently working as a social worker. She's now pursuing full-time ministry as a worship leader, a speaker, and has the honor of leading women all around the state of Oregon in worship at various events. She's also the host and organizer of Beloved, which is a women's community-wide worship here in our city. And she shares her heart and what's on her mind in her blog in the Fire Glow Letters. So I hope that you go and check out her blog, and we'll make sure we link to that in our show notes for Your Life Rocks as well. Now before we get into the conversation that Carrie and I share, I just want to challenge you that wherever you are in your relationship with Jesus, wherever you are in your faith, that you just listen to this conversation with an open heart, that you pray that God would show you something, that he would guide you for your own actions. Like I said, normally I have action items for you to take. I don't necessarily have that for you this time around. So I hope that you would just have that conversation with him and let the Holy Spirit guide the actions for you with the content from this podcast episode. All right, so I won't make you wait any longer. Let's jump right into my conversation with Carrie Baker. Well, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. So what we've done in the last couple episodes is we have really been setting the stage for growing towards our goals and and really for the new year, 2017. So we've covered health, we've covered finances, we've covered um, marriage, we've covered career and really growing in your faith is really what I want to address on this episode with you. So I'm super excited to kind of dive into this conversation. That sounds great. And, you know, it's funny, one of the things that really spurred on the thought for covering this was, you know, it's, it's so funny, like, we sometimes think about social media as kind of noise and kind of garbage in the back, but sometimes there's, like, little hints, like, the Holy Spirit will use whatever is in front of us. Mm-hmm. And um, this video popped up in my news feed from John Brevere, and he was talking about, um, it was really like a, a talk he was doing that was leading up to his book, um, Good or God, but really talking about how one time he was praying in Sweden, maybe you've seen the same video. Um, he was praying about a, a, a event that he was about to speak at with thousands and thousands of people and spiritual leaders from all over the place and a lot of them from the Middle East. And he was just really praying about something, and he doesn't say what he was praying about, but... Um, really talking about how good it was and God really had to point out to him that one of the things that Eve was attracted to in the, in the tree of good and evil wasn't the evil side. It was the good side right. that caused the fall. And it just kind of got me thinking about how much good we have in our Christian life that what it might be good, is it really what God has for us?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so, I want to dive into that kind of discussion with you. And, and, you know, for me, even, like, I'm always referring people to different devotional books and to different ways of experiencing God. And I've been really convicted lately just to get right back into the word. And, like, I love devotionals. I love all of that stuff. But truly, sometimes I'm short on time. And, like, I'll kind of skim through the devotion. I'll have my prayer time, but I won't, like, go and look up the scripture that's part of the devotion. And I feel like although it's good, it's not necessarily what God would have for me right now.
1: Yeah. It may or may not be. And I think that, that, um, I think it can get really easy to rely on, to kind of rely on somebody else's revelation of God. Um, and, and sort of externalize, you know, externalize God in a sense because even though we have God living in us and, and, through us, um, if we sort of think there's something out there about God that we need to find, (laughs) it can get easy to sort of look at you know all of these amazing women leaders who are out there doing really wonderful things and there are great bible studies and devotionals and um you know words online just going on youtube and listening to to what what pastors and and leaders have to share and i don't think there's anything wrong with that but it also what they have to share is god's revelation to them and god can use that i believe and work in that and through that but i also believe there's an intimacy that God wants to have with each one of us that really only happens when we get alone with him. It really only happens when we ask God directly, because that's the whole miracle of salvation is that we have direct access to God. We have direct access to the throne room. And so we don't have to any longer rely on the exterior it's in us. Um, And so I, I do think that that's kind of a, It can happen a little bit insidiously where it's not that um, the teachings aren't aren't good or beneficial, but that we can start to rely on somebody else's teachings instead of relying on the spirit of God in us.
0: Mm. I think that that's really profound. And I think it carries over into so many other areas. And you and I have had discussions about this before and just the different things that can take that role of God Mm -hmm. for us. And I love, too, that you're talking about, like, the intimacy piece of it because that's, like, that's really where the gold is of having that relationship with God and, and being able to really hear his heart. Um, and it's just amazing to me. Like, the wisdom that you get from the Bible, like, it really is a living word, and you don't really experience that until you get in it. Mm-hmm.
1: It's really true. And sometimes I think we can, um, we can even not really have a great knowledge of what the word even says. I mean, I don't know about you, but I mean, I, I grew up in church and I grew up learning um, from the Bible and being taught from the Bible and, you know, came to a point where my relationship with God was very, very, became very, very real for me personally. And you know, made that decision like, this is what I want for me. And yet about a year ago, I realized I really don't think I have ever read all the way through the word. I don't think I've read every word in this Bible. <laughs> and so I really made that a point. I got myself a, a one-year Bible that gives you an Old Testament, a New Testament, a Psalm and a Proverb every day of the year, and decided I'm going to read through this. Like I'm just going to purpose to read through it. And um, it's just amazing when you start really just kind of purposing to spend some time in the actual, you know, reading for yourself and asking God, what is it that you have to reveal to me through the scripture today? Um, just how many, how many things, even with all the years and behind me, you know, being a believer and having a relationship with the Lord, um, I, I find myself going, Oh my gosh, look what's in here. Oh my goodness. Look what's in there. <laughs> you know? and, and it's so vital because I think particularly with what's going on around us in, um, like you said, online in society, with the government, all of the, the kind of chaos that's happening around us, we need to know what the Bible says. We need to know what God says. We need to know what the nature of God is. We need to know who he is. Because our whole purpose as Christians is to reflect the nature of God to the world. And we can't know what that nature is if we don't know the word. We can't, we can't reflect it.
0: Mm. Yep, absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that we really teach, whether it's in the membership or just within the free community, like everything within your life rocks is all about removing obstacles, like setting the goal and then really forecasting, like what obstacles are going to get in your way of achieving that goal. And I know for me, it's funny um, that you mentioned like you were convicted like a year ago to go back and read the Bible. This happened for me like just a couple weeks ago Uh where I was like, oh my gosh, like I've read parts of the Bible and, but I wasn't, I wasn't raised a Christian. Like I became a Christian when I was 19. I was definitely not raised in the church. Like it was all very foreign to me. Mm -hmm. And when I very first became a Christian, I was like hungry for the word. Like I read it, but it was like, I'm going to read the book of John or Luke or like, I'm going to read Proverbs. Like it was just very random, Mm -hmm. just, you know, like whatever. Um, but I was really convicted like to read cover to cover, like really read it and get into it. And so I thought the same thing, like, Oh, I got to get, um, one of those one year Bibles or a devotional that walks you through it or, and find a program And life gets busy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Life got very busy. And it had been like a couple weeks. And I felt like the Holy Spirit was just like, just open the Bible. Like you have a Bible. Just just, read it. Just open it up and start reading it. (laughs) Because I have a pretty solid morning routine where I wake up and I have time with God every day. And so I was like, well, okay. So I just opened up to Genesis, first page. Let's start reading. And it's amazing. Um, It's just amazing to me like how... It's so alive. I mean, I shared with you earlier. My son was really sick last week, and he has um, cystic fibrosis. It's a it's a disease that we know is going to get worse as he gets older. It's genetic. We we kind of can see the road in front of us. We are, are surrounded by a great community of other people, so we've kind of seen their walk with the disease. And you know, obviously, it's different for everybody, but we pre- prepare for it somewhat of the challenges that are going to come up. Um, And it's interesting to me, like I was reading in Genesis and God was talking about how fallen and evil man had become and how it hurt his heart Mm -hmm. to see that. And yet we know that he saw it coming. Like we know that he, he knows everything. So he knew it was coming, but when it actually was happening, it hurt his heart. And it just gave me so much comfort in such a weird, bizarre way to know, I know that the sickness is coming. I know it's going to get worse for my son. But in the moment in it, to see him suffer hurts my heart in a way that I could never prepare myself for. But to know that God was experiencing something similar, it just gave me so much more strength and comfort just to know like he's walked that same road and he knows exactly where I am right now. And I've never picked that up from the Bible and I never would have gotten that from the Bible had I not just decided, just open it and read.
1: Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And I just, you know, it's that, it's that in the moment where he just speaks to your spirit through his word and says, I'm here, you know, I'm with you. I'm not out there somewhere. Like I'm right here in your bedroom (laughs) or, (laughs) or, you know, and, and the things that matter to you matter to me, you know, that, that I think it's, it's, it's those moments where, Um, for me anyway, almost more than any other time, my faith becomes so real. You know, that's where like the substance of things hoped for all of a sudden appears for me because whatever is going on in my mind, whatever is going on in my circumstances, when something happens, when you're just quiet with the Lord like that, and he speaks, it's like, there's, there's the substance of everything I've hoped for. My God is real
0: you know, mm-hmm. that
1: God is real. And I think that's the importance of the quiet time. It's not about, um, one more thing to check off our list because that's what we're supposed to do to be spiritually healthy. You know, it's not about that at all. It's about learning how to love God, learning how to know him and learning how to love him. You know, and I think it's really reflected kind of in, in marriage that, um, you know, when we first get married, we know we want to make that decision. We make that decision and um, we dive in, you know, with both feet and we love that person, but it takes a while to get to know the person that
0: you're married to, right? (laughs) Yes.
1: Yes. It takes a while to really get to know that person and to learn how to love them because you know them. And the more you know them, the more you're able to love them and the more connected you are and the more intimate you are. And the same is true. I mean, we're a reflection of God's nature. So the same is true with our relationship with God. Um, And the word says that too. The word distinguishes between saying you love God and knowing God.
0: Mm. Right?
1: Yep. Because the word says we can say we love him. We can say that. But if we don't know him, if he doesn't know us, we don't know him. He He distinguishes that you know? So I think that, that we have to as well. And that's the time when, when that happens, I think that it's um, through being in the word and just taking that time to be with him. And I think that, you know, time is always feels like such a barrier. It feels like such a barrier when we all are so busy and have so much on our plates. Um, But I think that a piece of that is because we've separated out our spiritual life from the rest of our life. We've tried to incorporate Jesus into the rest of our life <laughs> instead of laying our, like giving him our life. Right. Yes.
0: And that, oh, that is so good. Yeah. Cause the
1: word doesn't say, you know, that he wants us to, ask us into his heart, but we use those words, you know, as believers, we use those words. I grew up hearing that, ask Jesus into your heart, invite Jesus into your life, right? Um, But I think really unknowingly, what we've kind of done with that is, um, is saying we're just gonna kind of incorporate him into everything else that we've got going on, and then ask him to kind of help us balance our circumstances. But the word of God says, no, give me your life. The word of God says we have to die to that old way so that we can have new life and be a new creation and everything that we do think, say, springs out of our being. It springs out of being who we are in Christ, right? So I guess when you look at the practicality of that, then that time with God should not be this 10 minute stint we have in the morning to spend with him, right? It's just All day. It's just all day, every day. And so it's amazing when we can just get quiet and alone with the Lord. But, um, you know, I spent four and a half years as a social worker, and that was a very, very busy life. And during that time, a lot of my time with the Lord was driving from one client's house to another client's house. (laughs) And as I'm driving from one client's house to another client's house, I've got praise music on, or I've got my Bible app reading to me, or I'm just spending time in the quiet, asking the Lord about things and listening to him as we're driving. And um, that was really a, a good training ground for me in, in kind of learning how to, um, be just doing life with Jesus, you know, doing life with Jesus, with the Holy spirit and not feeling like, oh, you know, this kind of oppressive, uh, I guess, lie that the enemy would feed us that, well, you didn't get your time in with Jesus. So, you know, you must not really care.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. And I think that that's an important thing that you just said about if. We want to make sure that we're giving our life to God, but finding the ways of putting him into our life. Because everyone who's listening to this podcast is at different spots in their relationship with Jesus, different parts of their journey. And I think it's all about just going a little bit deeper. So wherever you are, when you're listening to this, just think about what you could do to go a little bit deeper in relationship with him. And I love the analogy that you used about marriage, because we can relate it to so many other things that we can better grasp. You know, like going into a deeper relationship with our husband, what would that look like? Going deeper towards our health goals. What's that extra thing that we could do? But to your point, it's not about doing. It's really about getting to know better. It's about rebuilding that stronger, deeper relationship where we truly, truly know him. And I know I've been guilty of it in the past of just listening to Christian music and calling that my God time when deep down I knew I could do better. I could do more. I could go deeper, but I kind of had like that as like my barrier, like my limitation of what I would allow God into my life with.
1: Yeah. And I think too, you know, we have to remember that, you know, God's not a faraway God. Like I love um, when Jesus said, he said, take heart. It delights the father to give you the kingdom. And so it's, it's not like we have to do in order to be right. It's not Mm -hmm. like we have to um, uh, spend enough quiet times or have enough hours in the word or do this. And then God will come alongside and bless us. Like it delights him to give us the kingdom. He's super happy about it. He's not in a bad mood. (laughs) 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 And so it says all we have to do is ask, all we have to do is ask. And so it's an amazing thing, this salvation that we have. And um, because it's not outside of us, it's in us. And so all we have to do is ask uh, ask for comfort, ask for direction, ask for guidance, ask to be taught, ask to understand what it is this Bible even says you know? Um, because I think that can be another barrier is just the language. Do I even understand what I'm reading, you know? Um, but the Holy spirit is also called a teacher and a comforter and he will teach us when we ask, you know? So it's amazing what we do when we just take us, it's actually a step of faith to just even ask. You know, to say, "Lord, I trust you're going to show me something if I ask what this is all about." Yeah, <laughs> it says for me today. You know, I trust that you're going to speak.
0: Yeah, and such a step of faith too to be open to receiving. Because I know I've been guilty, and I was actually having a, a conversation with um, someone who's a member of our of our membership. Who she was asking, but then the receiving, she was like almost denying the receiving Mm -hmm. and, and kind of coaching through it. It was, it was really about her feeling, um, like she was enough to receive. Like it was really came down to who am I Mm -hmm. to have God show me or to have God be in my life. And so it really was laying that down and recognizing that she can accept that in. And I think that that's where sometimes we have a guarded heart, where we have to lay that down. And truly, if we're going to say we're allowing him in, we have to really allow him in.
1: Yeah. And I think what you're talking about now really comes back to identity, which we could probably do an entire podcast.
0: About. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We totally could. We'll have to do that because I, yes, absolutely. <laughs> but you know, I was
1: thinking about, um, it, which really, really is true. And I think that that's, it's so important that we just believe that God loves us You know, that we believe that God loves us and that we mattered enough. We mattered enough to a father that he would give everything to get us back, you know? And so to think now that somehow we have to do something in order to earn it is totally a lie. It's just totally a lie. There's no way that we can earn you know, the gift of, of being given, just a welcoming, you know, adoption back into his family. That's not something we could earn. And, you know, once we, once we do say yes to that and receive it immediately, he has taken care of that issue for us immediately. We are back home. And so then what has to grow up is, you know, is that distinction distinction between, um, spirit and soul. So our spirit, you know, it endures forever. And God created it and he redeems it at the moment of salvation. But our soul, which is like our mind, will, and emotions, that has to grow up. The word says we'll grow up in all things into the likeness of Christ, right? And so those things have to grow up. And us growing up in those things and becoming super powerful for the kingdom of God is something the enemy doesn't want to see happen. And so um, all of these things seem to get in the way of our time with, with the Lord of our time of growing up in some of these things, you know? Mm. Um, but it's true. And I was thinking too about, um, how the, how the Bible says that Jesus was the word of God, you know, and John says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And so that's even one of Jesus's names is the word. So if we are to grow up in all things into the likeness of Christ, really we are supposed to become the word of god the this the speaking the voice the reflection to the world to everyone around us Um, and we can't do that without intimacy and we can't do that without knowing what the word says and you know even beyond what it says it transforms us and i think that that's another uh another big, big piece is that if we don't, the word says that we are transformed by the renewing of our mind, right? And how is our mind renewed? Our mind is renewed by knowing and understanding the nature of God and the word of God, right? And so we can't even really have transformation in our lives if we don't know what the word says.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is so good. Okay. So I want you to speak now to a woman who's listening to this, who's like nodding her head saying, yes, I want that. I get that. I need that. I so desire more into intimacy with God in my life. I Like they can just feel it, mm-hmm. but yet the enemy is coming against them. Like all of these obstacles are coming up and they just do not see a way out. What advice would you give for them in combating that? I would say
1: that everything grows from a seed when we plant a seed or we water a seed we're not the ones who bring the increase in that right so god brings the increase so when it, what she's feeling right now is a seed being planted for more a seed being planted in her that says yes i want i want all the fullness of the spirit of god in my life Right? So the one that's gonna bring that increase is God. And the enemy coming against you is just gonna lie to you and put all kinds of stuff in your way. But the way you combat that is with the truth because it's love that casts out fear and it's light that shines in the darkness and the darkness can't overcome it. So we counteract that with the truth and a prayer of thankfulness that says, thank you, God, for this seed that you planted for more. And thank you that you are bringing the increase in this in my life. And I'm not going to believe that, you know, time is a barrier or I'm not enough or you don't love me. Those are all lies. And so Holy Spirit, I'm just going to ask you to, to, to teach me, to guide me, to comfort me in this. And I'm going to to believe the truth about me that says that I am loved by God and I'm a cherished daughter. And thank you that you're growing me up in these things, Lord, because guess what? Last week, it didn't even bother me that I wasn't in the word, but this week it does. And that's growth.
0: Mm, and I think that that right there, that last thing you said, because that's what this whole thing is about, right? This whole conversation we're having is really about growing our faith. And sometimes we, we think it's got to be so big. Like it's got to be such a massive movement when It's just those little things that start to bother us that can be that growth.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And see, the enemy would take the things that bother us and tell us that it's a failure. But God doesn't say that. God says, look, that bothers you now. (laughs) That's a good thing because that's growth, right? And so um, it's really true. We we do tend to just want, we want the night and day. We want to put it in the microwave and ding and have it be done. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) With everything in life. With everything in life.
1: <laughs> but God walks with us and walking implies a step at a time. Right? And I perf- I absolutely believe that there are times God sweeps in and everything is turned on its head and it's night and day. And I, I really believe that there's amazing, there's amazing growth can, that can happen really, really quickly when our hearts and minds are just lined up with the the heart and mind of the father, you know, Mm. but it's not always like that. And that's okay. You know, that's okay. When I was doing social work, um, I would meet with, uh, A lot of parents who had kids that would have really difficult behaviors, really difficult behaviors. And it was so hard for them because they just wanted the behaviors to stop. They just wanted to enjoy their time with their kids and be able to move forward. And so we'd have to put that into perspective a lot and say, you know, we can't just look at, You know, is it happening or is it not happening? Um, Or have this period where you've got like a week where things go great and then, oh, here we go again. Here's the behavior. We have to look at, is the behavior happening less? Is it happening um, less intensely? Is it taking less time for the child to calm down? All of those things are growth, right? And so we have to just battle that, I guess, that discouragement that when the enemy would come in and, and kind of say, oh, well, you, you know, you were in the word for a week, but, you know, then you missed today or you haven't been in a week or you haven't, been, you know, all that kind of stuff. Because all that stuff is based in doing to be. It's all based in doing to be, which is just a lie. We got to do something in order to become something, right? Mm-hmm. But the kingdom of God is backwards from that. It's no, I've made you, you know, I've given you everything you need for life and godliness. Now just learn how to live it out, you know, learn how to learn how to live from it instead of trying to attain it because you've already attained it.
0: Which to me has always been like the most freeing, beautiful, amazing thing to know that we already have it because everything else in life, you have to work hard. You have to put in so much effort and Mm -hmm. time and sweat and energy in order to get to where you want to go. But it's such a beautiful gift that it's just given to us. Like it's yeah. just, it's just there. And sometimes I think we fail to recognize that because we are so surrounded in the world world and the world's way of doing things that sometimes we forget that it's completely different when it comes to him.
1: Yeah. And I think that, you know, a lot of us, it's very true. We kind of let the culture of of the world and the way of the world sort of infiltrate our faith instead of the other way around. And it really should be the other way around. And it's confusing because you know, even the word talks about it we talk in Proverbs talks about the way that there's a way that seems right to the man, to man, a way that seems right to man, but in the end it leads to death. And so I think that our minds get caught up a lot of time in the way that seems right to a man, um, because it seems right. <laughs> and, but it's not necessarily God's way. So, you know, the more time that we spend, with the lord whether it is like i said you know in our car whether it is um uh on a lunch break whether it is uh, a conversation that you you know that you get to have with somebody uh let's say you know you're on a college campus or somebody on your team at work um who shares your perspective that you're able to just sort of have a conversation with each other whatever that looks like the more and more that you um, are living from there and letting that influence the rest of your life, the more intimacy you're going to have. A lot of it is perspective shift, I believe as well, you know, and belief and belief because I think that uh, like the, the women you brought up before, just really having a hard time believing what the word says is true, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it can be hard, especially when you're not, raised in that and your your brain is so programmed in a different way. And like you said, it is kind of a change of perspective. And one of the things that really helped me because that was uh, that was the way I was raised, you know, and it's, we don't think about it, um, about how important the renewing of our mind truly is. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I really had to do was to really start looking up different things. So whenever I felt um, like there was a challenge, whether it be with a relationship or with work or just, you know, sometimes weird things happen just as a parent. <laughs> Be like, mm-hmm. what does God really say about this? Like yeah. because right now, especially in our culture, we're in the, such an Instagram culture where there's scripture and there's pretty pictures with scripture on it. And while that's great, sometimes it's taken out of context. Mm-hmm. And so to really go back to the word to really see what God truly says about that, to mm-hmm. see his his truth in it it can really start to renew the way that we think about things and to change that perspective by doing that. Because sometimes when we just don't like, there's a supernatural power that the spirit has, but sometimes we really have to go and seek out that truth for ourselves.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's relationship.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know? And I, I think that that's, uh, we have, we have a part in that, you know, it's a, I love that about covenant, You know, like God, this whole thing, this whole relationship with God, it's a covenant that he made. And a covenant isn't a contract. It's not an agreement. It's not a 50-50, right? It's not you do this and then I'll do that. A covenant is I will give a hundred percent of me and you give a hundred percent of you and together we will create something new, right? Mm -hmm. And so it is something that Um, I mean, and I guess you're looking at, yes, agreement, yes, all of that. But, you know, God will never go back on his covenant. He has made a covenant, but we have free will to enter into it or to not, you know? And so I think a lot of times we can sit back and say, God, you know, why aren't you moving? Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? Um, And yet we haven't really dove into covenant with him, you know, or we haven't, like you said, pick up the Bible and and look at what's in it. Um, or just ask, you know, just asking, taking, taking the little steps, doing that kind of part that's, um, that is going to help us to move forward because God's there. He's beside us. He's got his hand out. He's like, let's go take my hand and let's go. You know,
0: (laughs) I love that so much about him too, that it's just right there. Like, let's go. Like whenever he's like, whenever we are ready, he is already ready. Yeah. 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 Oh, I love it. So as a parting thought for anyone who's listening to this, and maybe it's a New Year's resolution they have, maybe it's just that seed that has started within their heart to go deeper. What advice would you give for them? I would say,
1: number one, talk to God.
0: <laughs>
1: talk to God. Talk to God and tell him that, that this is the desire of your heart, is to know him more and to learn how to love him more, you know, um, and ask him about what that would look like in your life, you know, and be thinking through all the details of it, things like schedule, and, you know, the have-tos of the day, and everything that you've got on your plate, and I think I think there is a, an element of just looking at um, how is this going to work? Because everything that we do, that we make a priority in our life, we create time for and we create space for. And so I think there is that piece of it. Like, where am I going to create space in my life for my time with the Lord? That is that one-on-one secret place, quiet time, you know, um, and, and then start sticking to that. And then also, I think throughout the day, um, not kind of check in that bag at the door of our time with God. You know, but saying this is this is just a part of who I am. Um, but I really think that it it starts with a conversation between between us and our Father that says, Lord, this year I want to grow. I want to know You more. I want to love You more. I want to serve You more. I want this thing to be real in my life, like it never has been before. And I know that that comes from You. You know, and so teach me teach me Holy Spirit and show me and lead me and guide me. I think that's the very, very beginning.
0: Mm, I love that. Thank you so much for those three tips. So before we let you go, I have to ask you, what are you excited about that God is doing in your life right now?
1: Oh my goodness. Um, God is restoring a lot of things in my family, which is very, very exciting. It's also hard work, but it's really exciting. Um, I'm, I'm just getting the opportunity to lead worship for uh, women's events. I have a few coming up in February. I'm really excited about that. And um, I'm also just really excited to be back to writing um, on my blog and, and writing music. So that's something that I have not been doing for a while that I'm really excited about. So I feel like there, there's just a lot of new stuff that's kind of um, coming up for 2017. And I'm excited to see what God is going
0: to do in the middle of it. So oh, I know it's going to be incredible. And we will link to everything Carrie on the show notes page. So if you want to read her blog, if you want to listen to her music, we will make sure that you can connect easily with her There and then also in our Facebook community as well. Carrie, thank you so much for coming on and sharing a little bit of your heart with us. Goodness. Thank you for having me. Isn't Carrie great? Oh, I just really love her heart, her wisdom, and her spirit and everything of who she is. So again, before we played this interview, I asked you to really pray about it and really ask God to show you what going deeper in a relationship with him is. I'm curious to know. So I hope if you're a member of our Facebook group that you would let me know in the Facebook group or you can send me an email at jenny at I would certainly love to hear that from you. Now, I mentioned our Facebook group. It really is a community of women just like you, working Christian moms that come together. We support each other. We lift each other up in prayer and really walk out this journey of trying to balance everything in life together. Every week we have different themes to really help you grow as a woman. And we have lifestyle experts that are in there to really help share their knowledge so you can really reach your goals, whether it be in your health, your marriage, your finances, your career, you name it. We got you covered. Now you can search Your Live Rocks community in the Facebook the Facebook that makes me sound so old, but you can search that in Facebook and find us, or you can just go to yourliferocks.com and get all the information there as well. I want to thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode, for investing some time in yourself today, and I pray that God speaks to you and guides you on going deeper in a relationship with him. So until next time, keep building a life that rocks. Bye.